I'll be speaking on the topic, Create Your Future. That's the title, Create Your Future. Okay? And the aim is that your future is in your hands and you need to take responsibility to yourself. Let's open our Bible to the book of Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26 and 27. Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 and verse 27. I'll read from here, but I want you to read. I mean, I want you to open so that you follow. Verse 26. Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the bags of the hair, and over the cattle, over all the heart, and over every creeping thing, that creeps on the heart. Verse 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Praise Jesus. So we'll be expounding from these two verses, and that's we'll go into other parts of scriptures to explain this topic. The first thing we saw in this verse 26 is God said, let us make man in our own image. You know, if we follow the, the creation story, Bible says in verse 1 that in the beginning, God created what? The heavens and the heart. And of course, we know that the heart was void, it was empty, darkness everywhere. And Bible says, God said, let there be what? Light. And Bible says, there was light. If we follow through the story, God will always say, let there be this. And there will, in that creation story, let the heart produce the animals, let the sea produce the creatures within in the sea. But when it came to the creation of man, God did not speak to any other thing. Of course, God spoke to the sea to produce the sea creatures, okay, and the other stops. But when it came to the issue of man, Bible says, God said, let us. That means he spoke to himself. There was a meeting before man was created. And that meeting is the meeting of the Godhead. Some Bible um, uh, explanation put it that the Trinity came together to ideate, to have a meeting in terms of creating this mind. That means that the Godhead took time to plan your existence. All right. God took his time to plan your existence. That is why anyone seated here you are not a mistake praise the living jesus as long as you are alive you are never a mistake because bible says let us create man in our own image he had to there was a board meeting in heaven before man came into existence that means that they came together and they discussed we want to create a new product, the product that the heart have never seen before. And this product shall be called man. If we are going to create this product called man, what are the special things 
that we need to put in place for those that work in institutions and companies by the time you want to create some special product you will see that the top officials they need to meet first and make a plan in terms of what they want to create so when it came to the, this unique product called man god had to meet with himself to create man and that is why nobody irrespective of the circumstance surrounding you if you are born into a family that you don't probably like do you know that is still not a mistake are we together in fact may i tell you that being born in that family you don't like is part of god's plan for you you know what light doesn't shine in light light shines in darkness that is why you were born in the family for crying out loud because you have something special that you are going to bring to that family to change that family i don't know if someone is seen in that light there is no mistake if someone was conceived out of a mistake they did family planning but the family planning failed and you came to being do you know that's not a mistake because there was a meeting before you came into existence god doesn't do stores without planning so for everyone seated here do you know it's not a mistake to be in nigeria of course everyone wants to run out but do you know that it's not a mistake to be in nigeria are we together it's never a mistake for you to be where you are at a particular time you know the bible story had it that when there was farming abraham left for What's the name of the town now? Uh, where King Abimelech uh, ruled. When it was the time of Isaac, he wanted to live like Christ. But do you know what? God told him not to. And Bible recorded it that during the time of famine, how will somebody plant during the plants during the time of famine? And that was the time he was prosperous. Bible says he prospered until he was more prosperous than a whole nation put together. I don't know if someone is getting that. If you key into that, Bible says you shall lend unto nations. For everyone hearing my voice this morning, you shall lend unto nations in the name of Jesus. I thought I would hear a better amen. So you are never in mistake. And that is why we don't support abortions. Because even that baby that we think is a mistake is actually not. Hallelujah. Because you don't know what God has planned for that person to do on hurt. There's no one that is a mistake. You are unique and special. Therefore, never, never, I say, think little of yourself. You know, many people think little of themselves. They don't even know they can do stuff. Who told you that you cannot do what you think you can do? People can write you off, but you know that they don't know you. Bible says in the book of Corinthians, it says we hold treasure in our 18 vessels. If you know 18 vessels, an 18 vessel is weak and fragile. It can break. But inside the earthen vessels, Bible says there is a treasure. 
You know, anytime you stand up each day, tell yourself, by the time you stand in front of the mirror, say, come on, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. The world has not yet seen me. I'm just starting out. Because Bible says, let us create story in our own image. There was a meeting before I was conceived. There was a meeting of not just ordinary people of the Godhead. That is why I used to say that you are the, 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 the best innovation ever. Hallelujah. Let us make man in our own image. The second point I want to talk about is that when they were planning the creation of man, what is the topic for today? Create your future. We are moving. Now, the second point is that Bible says, let us create man in our own image and likeness. The question you will ask is, what is this image and what is this likeness? It's simple. That is to say that let them be like we are in our image and likeness. That means that God is saying, I want humans to be just the way I am. Let them do as we do. Let them look as we look. Let you wonder, the book of Psalms, chapter 82, verse 6, say, and ye are what? And ye are what? Ye are gods and sons or children of the Almighty. You know what? There are some people, they so much resemble their parents. When you see them, you see their parents. Yes or yes? Yes. And that is what God was doing. God was saying, when you see me, you should see me. They do as I do. They walk as I walk. They speak as I speak. In the tradition of God, there is no impossibility. So why are you afraid to step out? As young minds, as people of whatsoever age, Bible says, in our own image and in our own likeness. The third point. Make, he says, let us make man. That word man, that's what I want to dwell on now. That word man is not gender sensitive. Hallelujah. God did not make man in his own image and now made women otherwise. Do you get what I'm saying? If you read, let's open that portion. Let's look at 26 again. He says, that's Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. I want you to see it yourself. Look at it. He says, then God said, let us make man in our image according to our what? Continue. Let what? Let them. Excuse me. The word man there, is this simple or plural? Is what? Why is it that it says let's dare? I don't know if someone got that. It's not singular. It's not the man like male. No. At that point, there is even nothing like a male or female. It says let's dare. I have seen female folks, you know, hide their talents because they are females. I don't know if you get it. Because of the prevailing tradition and culture. Bible says, let them 
you know, let them have dominion. In fact, verse 27 says, So God created man in his own image. And in, in the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he does what? He created them. Praise Jesus. So it is not for the male man alone to look as like God or to do stuff as God will do. We are going to see shortly what God does and what he called us to do. Do not bury your gifts and expressions because you are a female. God, someone asked me when we were in school, that person asked, is God male or female? I answered the person, God is neither male nor female. Bible says in the book of John chapter 4 verse 24, God is spirit. So when God was creating man, he wasn't creating male, female, you know. He was creating the spirit man. You have something in you. Bible says is treasure in an eighteen vessel. Of course, we now saw where he created the male and female in Genesis chapter 2. I wouldn't go into that today. That's another discussion, probably for another time. But just note that this morning, that there is nothing, I say nothing, that you cannot do. As long as God called you into that thing, you can do it. Hallelujah. The fourth point, what is this likeness? Until that time, that Bible says, let us create man in our own image and likeness, all we know about God was in Genesis chapter 1. Just assume that we don't have Genesis chapter 2, 3, and the other books of the Bible. And at that point that God is saying, let us create man in our own image to be like we are, to do stuff like we do. At that point in time, so to say, we have not seen God as a healer. At that point in time, we have not seen God in whatsoever definitions we have for God. And in fact, the definitions for God is endless. But in Genesis chapter 1, we saw three things that I want to itemize. And those three things are the likeness, like image of God, that God is calling us to. The first we saw there is that God is a creator. Yes or yes? Yes. So if God said, let us create man in our own image, let them be like us. You know, in Yoruba land, if a child does not behave like the father, they will say that child is a what? Is a bastard. So if we don't want to be a bastard, we want to behave the way our father behaves, that means that we must be a creator. I don't know if you get that gist. Since God is a creator, we don't know any other thing about, apart from, uh, about God until this point. That means God is calling you and I into the, 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 the duty of creating stars. He created all the things we saw. The second thing I noted in chapter 1 of Genesis is that God is an organizer. Can someone say organizer? If you look at the creation story, that, that man, that God, is an awesome organizer. Now, let me explain this way. 
if you want to build a house, you don't start from the roof. Abby, you start from the foundation. Do you know that if you look at this creation story, the first thing God said was, let there be light. He didn't say, let there be the land. No. In fact, when we saw the light, Bible now says, let the water separate from one another. Let there be space between the water up and the water down. Uh, is someone getting my explanation? In fact, some Bible commentary have it that the earth was upside down. It's just like putting your bedroom in your kitchen and putting the kitchen in your toilet. Everything is just scattered. So God came and he was rearranging. You know, water was everywhere. It was on the everywhere. So Bible says, let there be firmament, that is space or the sky. And the water went up and another one stayed down. Afterwards, he now said, okay, let's come to the water down. Let the land come out. This water go to this side, another go to this, the other side. He now said, we are good, right? Now the space between the two waters, let light come. The sun, the moon, the stars. Can you see also organizing stuff there? You must be an organizer. Don't just live your life anyhow. You cannot even lay your bed when you wake up in the morning and you say you'll be organized. I, I uh, listened to the commentary of one marshal. He said the first thing they teach them to do is to lay your bed. He says when you lay your bed, it is very likely you'll be organized for the rest of the day. I don't know if you get the gist. You don't even know where you kept your Bible. You don't know where you kept your book. You need to be organized with your life. If someone wakes you up and says, in the next six months, do you have an idea of what your life is going to be? You should be able to have an idea. Success is not a mistake, my dear brethren. You must plan to be successful. That is why the topic says, create your future. If God is an organizer, then you must be an organizer. If God is creating, then you must be creating. A lot of believers that pray and they don't create them anything. Value, they don't bring to the table. And we are praying for favor. I listened to a man of God recently. He said, don't pray for favor. Pray that they, they need me. I don't know if you get the gist. That they don't have choice. You are the only correct guy that knows how to do that thing in the whole nation. When they have gone around in Babylon, they still came back to Daniel because Bible says he has an excellent spirit. You say you, you pray for favor that you should be an engineer and I, you are favored. You are given the job as an engineer, but you don't know that nothing in that specialty. You are going to be sent packing. You must be an organizer. The tough thing we saw in that portion is that God is a worker. Hallelujah. Let's open Genesis chapter 2 verse 1 to 3. I love those scriptures. Genesis, open yourself so that you see. Verse 1 to 3. Genesis chapter 2. I read from here. Tossed the heavens and the heart, and all the host of them were finished. Verse 2. And on the seventh day, God ended his what? 
Let's talk is what? Work is not a product of sin. Work did not come because man sinned. Bible says, and on the seventh day, God ended his work which he had done. And he rested on the seventh day for all his work which he had done. Verse 3. Then God blessed the seventh day and sacrificed him. Because in it, he rested from all his work with God, create, which God had created and made. God worked, so you should work. If you are taken after him in his image and in his likeness. Hallelujah. You know what? You will ask, how did God work? We assume that the only thing we know is Genesis chapter 1. I mean, is it work to just say, let there be light? And there was light. Is that work? But if we look closely, I think because of my time, we'll not be able to read all through. But you can go back over and check that Genesis. You know, Bible says, and he said, let there be, the, and there was light. He now says, and the evening and morning was the first day. How many minutes does it take to talk? And Bible now says he used 24 hours to create the light. Does it add up? I don't know if someone got that. In fact, when we look at the further verses, verse 3 to 5, verse 6, 7, verse 16, when Bible we say, when is God said, let there be farmers, the next sentence was now saying, and God made the farmers. I don't know if God, someone got that. There is difference between the confession and the saying God went back to do the work. Do you get that? When it was done, I used to joke that God so much worked that he was tired on the seventh day that he has to take a leave. Amen. I don't know if God can be tired, but he rested. You know, another thing we note here is this. He rested from his works. Rest come after work and not rest after rest. You have not worked, you want to rest. I don't understand. Bible says he worked and he rested from his works. If you rest when you were supposed to work, you will work when you were supposed to rest. That's the truth. Someone said, I was listening to him, he said, if you think it's difficult or it's risky to take a risk, he said, don't take the risk. You will understand later that not taking a risk is a risk. I don't know if you get that. When you are young, that is the time you can venture into whatsoever. You have the strength. That is the time you can plan your life. God will not do that for you. Because he has given you the power and the privilege to do it. When you give back to your child, you don't tell the child, oh yeah, Jomi. I don't know if you get it. You have done your job by doing what the child needs to do as you do. To talk the way you talk. To walk the way you walk. You know, I also saw something that is interesting in that portion of scriptures. Bible says, and the evening and the morning were the first day. The evening and the morning was the second day. It went all that way until the sixth day. The question you should ask, why is he saying in the evening and the morning? 
Why not in the morning and in the evening? I don't know if someone is following me. Are you following me? May God bless us in Jesus' name. He says to me that work starts in the evening. Than the other, than the contemporary that we know. Are we together? And I will explain that to you because there are two types of works. There's what we call mental work, and there's what we call hand work. Mental work usually occurs when things are quiet. Do you get that? So God started, you start with mental work before you go for handwork. That is why the most difficult work to do is mental work. And that is where the creativity lies. You go to bed and you sleep all through the same a.m. And you want to be successful, I don't understand. Because Bible says, in the evening and morning, was the first day. When you are done with your work, when people are sleeping, you now come back when it is day and you do what you have planned and what you have taught and what you have created. You cannot be creative in the midst of noise. I'm not a TikTok person. I don't even think I have visited that for, you know, you cannot be creative in the midst of noise. You need quietness. In fact, in the creation story, Bible says, when God saw that the earth was void empty and all that, what was the Spirit of God doing? Bible says it was all wind over the waters. In my dead Bible, it puts an amplified. The word of it was from the root word recalf. Which means brooding. You know, brooding the way hand sits on the head. So to me, it's like God was meditating. And when he was done, he said, Let there be light. You know, when you do a great job in the evenings, like when it's quiet, when you wake up in the morning, we are going to know. Hallelujah. I presented somewhere and some personalities were there and they were about to leave. You know what? The way personalities come, they just come, do their stuff, and about to leave. That was when I was to present. And when I got there, they sat down until I finished. Hallelujah. You know that presentation? I have used hours and days on it. In fact, let's assume my laptop crashed. I can present it without looking at it. You cannot prepare and do wishy-washy stuffs and expect excellence. The two don't go together. The evenings and the morning with the first day at all and so forth. All right? So now, create your future. God called you to be a creator. He called you to create your future. So Abraham Lincoln said something. He said the best way to predict your future is to create it. You don't need a prophet. Thank God for today's lesson. You actually don't need a prophet to say, Tony, Tony, you shall be great tomorrow. If 20 prophets comes together and tell you that, 
and you don't follow God's principle as seen in this Genesis, I just itemized, nothing will happen. There are several examples in the Bible, sir. Moses, God gave him the prophecy. You are going to take these guys to the Canaan land. Did he get there? Did he divide the land among them? No. In fact, when I read about Joshua, Bible says he's going to divide the whole land. He said, nobody would be able to stand before you. Later in the chapter in Joshua, Bible says God came back to meet that man. And he said, Joshua, you have many land yet to be divided. And now you are old. He didn't fulfill it. Hallelujah. Before you begin, you say, oh, God has the, of course, God owns the future, but he has given us the, the privilege to be co-creators with him. Hallelujah. You cannot pray for a great future and go to sleep. Matthew chapter 7, verse 7, God gave us his strategy in terms of prayers. I mean, Jesus, when he was teaching, he said, ask. And you shall receive, right? In this top day, he says, Seek and you shall what? Fight. He said, Knock and the door shall be what? Open. I call it the ASK strategy. The three must come together. When you are praying to God concerning something, you don't stop there, you seek. I told someone some years back, I told her, You finish with the first class, you need to go for your master's. The first thing she told me was that I don't have money. I told her, you are not hearing what I'm saying. I said, you need to start your master's. She repeated, I don't have money. And I now asked, how much is the fees? She said, I don't know. I said, can you see? I don't know if someone is getting it. I have breadwins we finished together in school. A brother finished, you know, from Greek, another from chemistry. You know, they, are, they got scholarships for their master's, PhD, and all that. If they have just stayed and they are just praying without taking the next step, sink. Oh, dear, when you don't tap home. That is why they say that what makes a business flourish is not primarily the capital. I don't know if someone gets this. If you don't have the aim and objectives, the plan, the whatsoever, the dream, the vision for your company, if you were given 10 million naira, it will disappear. But if you have a man with the vision, I tell you, give him nothing. He's going to come up with something. Don't you know that that which we see comes from that which we do not see? I don't know if someone got that. Everything we see is first of all in the unseen. It's not money that comes then from the unseen. It's your creative ability that God has given you. Make awesome use of what you have around you. Creation also means taking responsibility. Stop blaming everyone for your predicament. You are blaming your parents. You are blaming the country you are. You are blaming the weather. Blaming everybody except you. Don't you know that God did not do that when he created the heavens and the earth? You know that the very first verse says the earth was like in shambles. God did not say, ah, the earth, this earth now is in terrible, terrible state. Ah, I blame the devil for this. So. Ah, if the devil has not done this, darkness will not have come. No, he didn't do that. 
he was positive. He just came forth out of the meditation. He says, let there be light. I hope someone seated here, you will refuse to blame anybody and take responsibility to yourself. Leave your dad, he has tried. Leave your mom, he, she has tried likewise. It is now your responsibility to take up your own very life. I told my younger brother and one of the, my sisters, I told them, if it is well with you, you'll be the first person to eat out of it. True or true? True. And if it's the other ones, you will be the first before you remember one brother. In fact, if you call me, I might be on call. Are we together? I might be on call. I told one of them, they wanted to venture into something. I called him and told him, if you end up in trouble, I'm not going to answer you. And if you make your money, please don't give me. Are we together? I am also, I'm comfortable. In fact, one of my heart desires is that when I am of age, I'm not going to wait for my children for anything. If they give, fine. If they don't, don't you know that I am wealthy? Bible says, I am going to give heritage, inheritance to my children's children. I don't know if someone gets that. I spoke with one of my boys yesterday. I was fired up. He has a mindset that is awesome. He was speaking to some set of people they never understood me. I hope I've not uh, shot over my time. Let me uh, try to bring everything together. DC. Now, the question is how do you create your future? Of course, we need to look at the example of God in Genesis chapter 1. The first thing is that God has given us a creative engine called our mind. The Spirit of God was hoping, I've mentioned that we have the mind, which is the thought system. All you see around you was first of all in someone's mind before it came to being. All right? So you must learn that. You must, you must learn quietness. Don't talk too much. You must learn how to meditate. Hallelujah. The word of God is awesome. Yes or yes? You must be inquisitive. Ask questions. You know, the mental work, as I've explained for the evening, then too, when you are done with your mental work, and of, if you try this for 30 days, you cannot be the same. I tell you, you'll be different. It says, speak and confess what you have seen. Hallelujah. And that is what I call be pregnant. You know that I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant with a lot of ideas. And each day, I see one of them come forth. I be like, I've delivered. Hallelujah. Confessions. You need to conceive. And when you conceive, you nurse your baby. The way you nurse your baby, one of the ways is to confess what you have seen. Hallelujah. I have my confessions. I am a wealthy man. And I mentioned the, 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 the amount. I won't mention it to you. I'm not a small guy. Are we together? I am big. You know, when we have some things from God, God is always embarrassed. Bible says he has a thousand cartoon, the thousand hills. And you are asking him for a car. I don't know if someone gets that. The old God, the Bible says, he, in the, the heart is his full stool. And I'm asking for a car. A car. A car. Abba. No. 
we are asking something correct from him. You know, when you get pregnant, nobody may know. In fact, the person that got pregnant may not even know. But something is happening already. Until people begin to see the expression. It is not the day you conceive that idea that people will see it. It's by the time they begin to see the expression. And that's why I say, nurse the baby. Of course, you know, we talk of vision, but you know, that's part of nursing the baby. Can you see that day? That's a vision board. It comes to the subconscious mind. And that subconscious mind is the most powerful. You know, I was taking my children, I take my children to school. There's this round route that I used to follow. And there was this day I was driving and I was lost in thought. Do you know that I was just going through that path? And that was not where I was going. I don't know if you get that. Do you know that? And the lesson was that that map is in my subconsciousness. Do you get that? By the time you confess your vision to a point, it becomes you. Automatically, you are doing it. You know, walk your vision, giving birth is labor. You have, there is labor pain when you give birth, and that is where the work comes into play. Work is not easy, but if you do it, you have rest afterwards, just as the way God walked and he rested. Okay, and that is creating your future. And the last point here says self-discipline. Self-discipline is the bridge between aspiration and actualization. If you are not disciplined, you can dream from today till tomorrow. In fact, it's better not to dream. Just walk the dream. Let people continue to sleep and they dream. Why you, you are walking the dream. By the time we see five years, we will know the actual dreamer. Either the person dreaming and not walking the dream, or the person walking the dream. God dreamt about Jesus Christ that he will come and save the world. And he conceived that idea for over 6,000 years before Jesus was born. What a conception. No one, the, 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 the idea was so awesome. It was so big, it took God 6,000 years. And people continue to look into this and look at what he has given birth to, the church of God. Bible says we are seated with him in the heavenly places, far above principalities and powers. I will conclude with this. Someone says that those people that are successful, those things they do, they don't like to do it, but they do it either ways. I don't know if you get it. You want to sleep eight hours. I want to sleep 10 hours too. I don't think I've slept four, five hours overnight. I don't think so. I've been awake intermittently. I slept maybe around nine, woke up 12, yeah, about, or three, and I was awake all three. That is what we are talking about. You know, Bible says it's not that I don't like my bed, but there is something we are looking for. When Paul was asked about his missionary journey, he said, we are hard pressed. You know, be pushed with your vision. You can't sit down on TikTok, you can't sit down Facebooking, you can't sit down being on Instagram and you want to be exceptional in life. I don't know how that's going to work out. 
You cannot put yourself into God's word. You cannot pray. You cannot fast. You cannot read scriptures. You cannot read books. You cannot bring up ideas. You cannot start a company. You are not too small to start a company. Get it registered and start something. Are we together? Don't wait for the government to give you a job. Maybe one day I'm going to discuss on the difference between job and work. Do you know that the millionaires and billionaires we are, they are not employed. Are we together? They are not employed. So why are you looking for employment? Are we together? Why? I mean, why? In fact, most people that are well paid, they are paid for their work and not for their job. Because work is what you are called to do. Can you stand up as we pray? Just pray to God, I create the future. I begin to see more than my eyes can see. I begin to see with the Spirit of God, with the eyes of the Spirit. I want you to speak it loud, confess it. I see with the mind of Christ in me. I am more than this level in the name of Jesus Christ. Enough of blaming anybody around me. Now I'm taking the responsibility. I start walking it out this morning in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed, Father. Father, in Jesus' name, Daddy, your word has gone forth like a seed. I pray that this seed will not fall on the rock in the name of Jesus. It will not fall amidst storms in the name of Jesus. I decree that it will not fall in the roadside in the name of Jesus. There shall be harvest in hundredfold, in sixtyfold, in thirtyfolds. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, we have.